Do you not get it? Say the line again. Used to hide crow in the Rubicon drink. That's pretty ironic because that's how we used to put food in the fridge. I hate when white boys start dissecting rap, man. But what do you mean? Don't white boy me. You're black and you're not understanding the rap. That is, that's, don't don't white boy dissect. Where is the irony though? Because he's putting the food in the fridge, as in the Because that's the drug. how he makes his money, right? That's how he makes his money, so that's how he also puts food in the fridge. But Rubicon is a, is a spot. No, but he's putting, he's putting the food, the drugs, in the drink. Uh-huh. And then he's all using that to make money and buy food and put it in the fridge. You know, that's how I put food in the fridge. But the irony would be if Rubicon was in itself a food. No, but he is, he is a crow. Then it's just one level. Crow is a slang term for weed. And, but there's a bird. But weed, but another. The Rubi- there's a bird on no, the Rubicon. No, 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 no. But another term for for weed is food, right? Yes. Oh, the food. Yes. So he is putting the food. If the line was, I used to put food in the fridge, which is ironic because of how I I would put food in the fridge. That's not as good. I was hiding crow in the Rubicon drink, which is ironic because that's how we used to put food in the fridge. Well, I think guys, it's pretty funny because we used to put food in the fridge. Do you dissect some of them bars as well? No, you know, how am I going to dissect? Flimmy flam, but bam, bam, bam. <laughs> like, I don't need to dis- dissect that. Anyway, welcome welcome back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Did you get all of that? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Great. I'm so glad that's how we're starting this the new year. This is 2023. B-Tech is starting by Elliot dissecting Dave Raps. He's the, I think he's the best lyricist in the UK. Oh, stop saying lyricist. He's man. the best lyricist man. in the UK. He's a poet. He is a poet. He's he's a rap stands for rhythm and poetry. Oh. Do you know what, man? This isn't even the worst start. You know who was the real first rapper? Who? Shakespeare. Maybe Jesus. Jesus wasn't a rapper. Like, that's how he would get them, and he would spit bars of truth. Spit parable. He was the first lecturer. Yeah. Wow, this is real philosophy, man. Would you say Jesus was a philosopher? Yeah, for sure. All right, well, that's that covered. I don't know. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's the end of that. Top, top five philosophers. Jesus. Jesus. Aristotle. God, well, give us some Aristotle. Um, he was like, stop being bad in that. Was he? That was what he said. Okay, fair enough. Well, Jordan Jordan Peterson's up there. Jordan Peterson. Andrew Tate? No. Uh, you got to put Andrew Tate. We in. have to like, stop Andrew Tate discourse in 2023, man. Like, let's let him go. Yeah. I think he's a very 2022 phenomenon. And he's also in prison for sex trafficking now. Like Allegedly. Legend. <laughs> Who hasn't allegedly sex trafficked women in Romania? Also, if you go to Romania, you assume every woman sex trafficked. Any, like, you've never been there. It's pretty fucking. You've been to Romania? No, but I'd imagine. I've been to Eastern Europe. It's very sex trafficky. Yeah, I mean. If I'm... I was going to do sex trafficking, it would be in. I see why he's doing it. There's a place to do it. Yeah, there's not. You know, like. I reckon the pizza box um, that he got found out mm. from, that's that's philosopher of the week. The pizza box that, that incriminated the, him. Oh, that was so funny. When he tried to come back at Greta. That was so, uh, and all his fans were like, commentate win. And you were like, that's not a win, bro. Your boy did a really bad comeback. Two and a half minute video and barely got a joke out. Do you know what needs to be stopped in uh, 2023? Go for it. And I'm not, I'm not throwing you in with this. No. Autistic people need to stop being told they're funny. <laughs> we need to stop autistic people. Yeah, I'm not in on this. No, uh, no, I'm not related to this. No, but autistic people online are doing my head in. Who's telling them that they're funny? Online, because it's like how autistic people have ruined watching football. Have they? Because they're obsessed. That. They're obsessed with stats. 
They don't watch the game. They bring up stats all the time. Or the XG people. Yeah, and they, and you're like, but that's not... It's people who don't watch football. It's the same thing happened in baseball. But baseball, it worked. Because baseball is like a statistical game. But it's what Moneyball's about. Like, they worked out a formula for to win games, right? Yeah. I don't quite understand it. But you can't do that in football. Because, for example, you could go... It used to be a thing at Palace. People would go, they'd watch like match of the day, and I'd go, Yannick Balassi is better than Wilfred Zaha, and you go, no, he's not. Wilfred Zaha has two players on him, which frees up Balassi, meaning Balassi can do a load of stepovers and then kick the ball backwards. Right, that's what Balassi used to do. But then that's that's a symptom of, and you know, society as a whole where people aren't really watching something, but they're commentating on it, maybe based on some stats that they've seen online or. Could you not argue that you've just done that with Andrew Tate? How do you mean? Uh, well, how many Andrew Tate podcasts have you listened to? I've seen some clips. You've seen clips, but you haven't seen the full... I've listened to a few of his podcasts. You, you reckon you have to listen to a, a full episode of someone to be able to give your judgment on them? I, I, I would... Mm, I no. have, I've never watched a Hitler speech, but... Like, <laughs> the stats tell me. The XG <laughs> I, on that. That boy, that boy has the XG. <laughs> he, yeah, he was, he was over-delivering on he them. He um, numbers for <laughs> He was he was the Pele of his performance. If they put one of them vests on him that that tracked the numbers. <laughs> fucking hell, man! He was he is them crazy numbers, man. His, his heat map. <laughs> he was all over the pitch. He was just all over, all over, he was all, all over red. Czechoslovakia. He was all red. His, his KD ratio. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> but yeah, you don't need. You can like. I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but some covers just are really bad covers and. Some people, I reckon if your sound bites sound bad, all of them tend to sound bad. There's a reason. This is because yeah. you're saying bad shit. That's a good point. If people listen to this podcast. Oh, our sound bites are awful. No, man. our sound bites are terrible. Yeah, not we awful. haven't. Um, We're not a terrible podcast. Not, not terrible. We had our first uh, video we had to take down. We did have really? our first video we Which had to one? take down. Tom Holton. Can you say? Yeah, oh, Tom Holton being pretty racist. Um, uh, we didn't go we down. We just had well. to take down a clip. Oh, what, just that one bit? Yeah. 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 Well, we're talking about private schools and that, and he was yeah. doing like banter. He wasn't being racist. He was be he was being funny. I think I think the clip missed the, the eight years of context of Tom knowing Mike. And, and how dare the audience don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so then the VTech page started getting messages like thinking Mike ran it as a woman was like, don't let them white boys cheap in your brand. <laughs> and I was like, I'll just sit like the black fist. <laughs> yeah, Elliot's in control of the VTech account. So if anyone who messages me personally, you're talking to Elliot. Oh yeah, but there's so many nice messages about Mike that don't get through. They're no, but like- For spam. That clip was, it was, like, out of context, it does look wild. And... We know what we're doing with the clips. But, like, it is, yeah. it was a bit weird, because, like, I don't like defending jokes. I don't like having to explain a joke, anything like that. But it was getting to that point where I had to, no, no, we all know each other, it's just banter. And, like, it ruined the fun of it. Mm. So it was just easier to take it down. Yeah, Tom fucked up because he. What happened was the clip went up. The clip was uh, Tom talking. Mike mentioned that he used to go to private school. Mike was like, "What were you?" Uh, Tom was like, "What were you doing there?" Just he was like, "Was he visiting or something?" And we started doing this bit as if it was like Goodwill hunting. Mm. And Mike was there, and the joke was like, "I said like, oh, they come back in and there's just graffiti on the board." And Tom was like, "Oh, why is the maths equation being sold in eights?" Which is a funny <laughs> joke. I think. I I don't I Tom said it wasn't a play on race it was a play on working on class which I think it was 
Then, and everyone See, in my group. Like we're explaining the joke. No, I know, I know. And everyone in my group chat was like, it's fine, it's just a play on class. The problem is when things go on the internet, and what Tom did was he started defending it instead he should have just gone, did you not like it? No, then don't listen to the fucking podcast. There's your answer. There you go. And then it can exist. He started trying to be like, I was trying to highlight the issues. And it's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> you weren't highlighting any issue in this whatsoever. You were having fun with your mates on a podcast, and that's fine. And now there's a bit of backlash for it. But he was, the, to be fair to him, he's in the circle. He's got all that shit going on. I would be nervous too. Yeah, man. You know, I, I think, you know, you got a certain audience and some people don't know all your senses of humour because you've just put out one type of humour. And yeah. maybe it's just they just didn't like, oh, and they don't know the context of us of, of us knowing each other mm. and that. And yeah, so. So without context, easier. things need to, you know, be given a pass, which is why I tape. But we can't, we can't call ourselves free speech defenders anymore. No, um, we're not. We we very much we, fell at the first We're actually are very scared of backlash. 100%. So, oh no, I would delete every episode. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if, if I got any major success, this podcast, yeah, this podcast never would be gone. This it, podcast. It just disappeared one day. It never just, happened. Man. Yeah, it just, no, I, it, what are you on about? B Tech, nothing. It never existed. We are we are recording later than we, we, we should. Um, we are. We've had a hell of a day. Elliot fucked up. Elliot, tell us how you fucked up. I don't know if I did fuck up. No, no, I think you definitely, 100%. <laughs> it's in writing that you fucked no, up. No, I, I tell you why I don't think I did fuck up. When I went to book the podcast a few mm. days ago, because we owe the fans and everyone a podcast, and we were like, let's get back on it. We've got a Patreon episode that's gone up and stuff. By the time this is out, that will be up. The, the place we used to record this while Vauxhall has been shut till we can get back to lovely Vauxhall, it, uh, we had used this other podcast studio that I'm not going to name because they do sacrifice children there. Elliot is starting a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I believe that this podcast. that's just uh, what I've heard is that they sacrifice children. I think we should get QAnon um, to raid this place. There, there is a uh, argument to be made that QAnon should raid this place because they are moving children in and what, out. Of the, what gave you that impression? Um, the fact that they I let like, record. The, the fact that they, they didn't let me at the wrong time. The fact that I kind of messed up the recording times and they, they're not going to refund me. Oh. We were supposed to record at ten thirty a.m. That was the plan. But Elliot booked it for ten thirty p.m. First of all. I do agree. Who the fuck is recording a podcast at 10.30 p.m. at night? And they like didn't Batman. use a 24-hour so, clock. They put 10.30 to 11.30. Do you know what they did? They probably put 22.30 and you didn't know what No, they didn't put 22.30. <laughs> they put 22. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they recording? There's like 15. No, they put, if they put 22.30, that'd be fine. But you can't put 10.30 p.m. And the other thing with their website... I bet the we pop- go on the website and we see AM, PM. No, yeah, you might. You might see. Okay, that, that, I'm not denying that that's a very possible thing. But they also, it's when you book podcast studios, sometimes the thing that's good with Vauxhall is like, name, what's your podcast course that we call this? Here's the morning slots. Here's the afternoon slots. So there, there is not going to be a mix up with that. Do you need two hours? Do you need this? It's a very well-designed way of booking something that weekly I use. It's fine. This one is constantly trying to sell you shit, children. Uh, There's probably code names for it. But you go on Video syncing. 
when they say you can have video syncing, they mean kids. Exactly. And they 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 just try to sell you thing after thing. So it's like you know, have you ever used EasyJet to book a flight? And on EasyJet's thing, it then suddenly you all you're doing is booking a flight, and it's trying to sell you a car, trying to sell you a hotel, it's trying to sell you a Sherpa. You you just can't. You like, I don't want to. I don't need any of this. Just give me the plane that I'm buying. I Lucas, don't need this. Have you noticed this is the second venue is at an issue with? Do you not start to think he's the problem here? <laughs> I think you are the problem. Yeah, I was scared to invite him into my house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't burn this bridge. <laughs> we have to take our shoes off. <laughs> is this Japan? What's going on? Why am I walking around with our clothes on? No, we're very grateful for... for oh, thank you for saving me. We want to do this over Zoom. Fuck that, man. Well, yeah. We owe the people a podcast. Yeah, but I don't want my mum to hear what I do. I don't think my mum fully knows that I'm a comedian properly. Has your mum come see you? She saw me, yeah. She, she, saw did she come O2? She did. Yeah. She's only that's she's only been to like three gigs. That's wild. And two of them are like probably in a basement and then suddenly the O2. What what three wow. has she been to? She came to an Edinburgh show. Uh came to a Soho Theatre show. Okay. And now she went to the O2. She's been to some big ones there. She's been to she's been to your mum seen you. She came, bro. Shall I tell you where my mum, my mum, uh, Auntie Carl, and uh, Auntie who? Uh, Auntie Carl, sorry, uh, Aunt Susie and Uncle Carl came to. Uh, I know you say so, like we all, no, this is the family, that recurring characters that we all were aware of. They came to a show, uh, at, you're not gonna believe this, they came to monkey business. Oh, really? I wouldn't let them, I wouldn't let them see me. So, do you two want to explain what monkey business is? It's just a. Um, you're still you're still probably doing it. Yeah, I did, it, <laughs> I did it like last month. Yeah, I'm not going to do, do it again. Bro, don't do it again. Like it's, it's a gig run by a, a a man who has a reputation for doing strange things. You're, you're like strobing at us. Yeah, it's going to give us an epileptic fit. Um, sorry for those listening. Lucas's light is just fucking decided to go manic. Oh, there we go. I don't know. All right, fair enough. This is on our battery. Um. Yeah, sorry, as you were saying, Mike. I actually don't want to... I don't know how much... He's just... Yeah, just what's he going to do? Yeah. He's a strange guy. No, my gosh, yeah. Oh, it's, no. just, it's a strange gig. by a strange guy, innit? I'll tell you, I'll tell you how, what this guy once said to me when I was uh, leaving the venue. It's like about... It's like, so I did a New Year's gig for him years ago, right? Did two shows, got 140 for the whole thing, which mm. on New Year's is... It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. And... But... He booked me. He was always, he was nice to me. I'm leaving the venue. I was going around to my mates and he went, um, yeah, you're probably going to hear some things about me and the Me Too stuff that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> just, just ignore it. <laughs> that was his, that was how I was like, all right, see you later. Uh, <laughs> see the new year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might not, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, there was always, there was, he was, he would insist on emceeing his gigs to save money. And there's people I like that do that. Mark Rothman at Top Secret does it. And I like that Mark does it. But Mark runs a fucking good club. He runs a tight ship. One of the best uh, clubs in the country. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the drop-ins are insane. You know, you've had Chappelle and Chris Rock drop in there. Yeah, me. You have Michael, yeah, Michael who, how, how, you text him today, see if you could get on, has he replied? The, you know, the signal's not great <laughs> in Peckham. Um, so. so then, you know, there are people who do that who run good clubs. This guy doesn't, like anyone who goes, what happens is I think every, 
Yeah, there's like a comedian who's quite established who's been going a while and goes, oh, fucking hell, I haven't done there in years. I'm looking to try some stuff out. Goes back and it's exactly the same as they did it in 1989. And they're like, what the fuck? This is like going into the past. And it's just a shit show. Yeah. He once went to me, he was like to me, oh, you're, you're friends with Jamali Maddox. I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, do you reckon he'll, do you reckon he'll come play in my club again? I was like, I can ask. And he goes, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think much of him when I first saw him. <laughs> Like, I really didn't think anything of him, and uh, but you know he's doing all right now. And I told Jamali, and Jamali was like, Jamali was always good. Yeah. yeah. And then Jamali was like, Why would he say that? Like, yeah. I was like, Why would you say that to someone's mate? Yeah, I don't think you were supposed to relay that part. But then why would he say that? Yeah, to yeah. You, why you know? would he say that to me? And also, Jamali was like, The first gig, I, like, I gig for him in a bagel shop. <laughs> <laughs> like there wasn't a gig. <laughs> Shout out to Marley though. He's bringing us back some juju beads. He's in Africa right now. He is in Africa. He'll I want be... some. I want a juju necklace for my he, enemies, man. He's coming back onto the pod soon as well. This is unconfirmed. No, he's we're, not. I don't think he is. I asked him. It's actually. I actually can't tell Jamali stories on here. He gets very annoyed about them when I do. Yeah, we've had to take some episodes down because of it. Um, Just edit them out. Yeah. Oh shit! I shouldn't even be saying. I shouldn't be doing. It's your sofa, man. It's making me too comfortable. I shouldn't have said he's in Africa. I didn't say the country. No, you didn't. Okay, so so well, let's leave let's leave Jamali out. But he is trying to bring us back some juju beads. What happened when Artie Susan went to Monkey Bell? Monkey Mon- business. Monkey business. They enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. Oh, they got charged yeah. twenty five <laughs> quid a ticket though. Fucking hell. To go to an upstairs of a pub, and I will say this: there was me, a girl from New York who was good, but she was over here. Who was it? Could it have been? Might have been Catherine actually, who I think is really funny, but I don't think it was her. It was me, another comic I know. I, I never say comics who are on at monkey business because I explain doing monkey businesses like this. Yeah, it's like I've gone into a strip club on my own, and then if I see another comic who I know there, it's like we've both gone into a strip club on our own and seen each other. Like, there's you ever a done that? Levels, no, but there's like a level of scumbaggery with it. It's not a good if you went into a strip club. You saw me there across the room. I'll be oh, going over. Die, to... die laughing. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying when you, when I wouldn't you... talk to you. No. I would just raise the drink, okay, okay. <laughs> like the Great Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> Mike would be chatting to them like, "So what are your hobbies?" <laughs> <laughs> I can save you. Come <laughs> <laughs> live with me on my mum. <laughs> I I would that's one of my bucket lists to save a stripper. Save that from what? Just like take I can take you away from this. You and your four four year old son. They might like it. <laughs> your baby that that's in prison that's gonna beat me up when he gets up. I say Oh well, your life would literally be um what's it, baby boy. I've not seen that. Oh right, that's yeah, that'd be the Talking of like you're talking about mamas and gigs, I was talking about this with another comic. Like do you ever wonder like what your parents were doing? Like when they were your age, like this age now. Well, my dad was doing comedy. So you know what your dad was doing. Have yeah. you, like, have you seen him do comedy at your age? Like a video of him. Yes, I've seen him. I've seen him when he's been a few years in. It's not great. It's weird though. What about your mum? Do you know what like? Because sometimes, what do I know about probably my mum? Fucking ruining a relationship. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> another mental probably, health journey. Probably some guy. <laughs> probably some guy just sat in a toilet crying. <laughs> Fucking, she fucking throws vase at the door. <laughs> I was having this conversation with a comic, like 
if there was a biopic about your mum, like a movie, would you watch the sex scene? No. But it's, what if it's an actress, that, like it was Margot Robbie playing your mum? Well, then yeah, I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad was playing your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be angry he didn't bring me in. <laughs> I'll just bit roast Margot Robbie with the old man there. That's not... That's the sign of hell. What a horrible... Welcome back to, to a philosophy podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We've really, we've really trudged around London to find a venue. So I can say... I'll just, I'd spit roast Margot Robbie with the old man there. No, I, would, I, would, I don't think I'd enjoy a... If Halle Berry was playing my mum, like, I want to see them titties, man. So if Halle Berry was playing your mum, mm-hmm. you'd watch the sex... But it's not your it's not your mum then, is it? It's Halle Berry portraying your mum. Yeah. But still in your head, it's like, this is her being my mum. Yes, but it's, it's and still... And it it's like your conception scene. Like, then no, no, I wouldn't want to see how I was conceived. Through Halle Berry, though. It's like a reconstruction, like Crime Watch. No. What, why is it like Crime Watch? <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you imagine? How do you imagine I was going to see? It's like an actress portraying it. No, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd like to see that. This is an award-nominated podcast. This is an award-nominated podcast, though. We're nominated for an award, along with 50 other fucking... And we haven't... We're not getting on the We haven't put out any content since... We've been nominated. We've no, really... bro, this is literally, we got nominated and then we really acted like, <laughs> we really just faded off, innit? We really... If you want to rescind your throat, we completely, uh, completely understand. No, actually. do vote for us, because so you can, we can go to the Channel 4 party. I want to go to that. I reckon we won't be there. I think we'll both be in America when the ceremony is. Really? I think it might be mid-Feb. Ooh. So we can send... Lucas, oh, that, can go Luke, on our oh, let's wow. just send some random people on our behalf. I just I suggested Lucas. <laughs> let's send Mark, uh, the guy who runs Mark Monkey Business. And Fumbi on the send, Let's send the guy who runs Monkey Business. And Fumbi. And Fumbi. <laughs> 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 Could you imagine Fumbi turns <laughs> up and he's have a plus one. He's with Lucas and then Martin. <laughs> oh, fuck, I said it. Oh, fuck it. And then Martin runs Monkey Business. But 2023, guys, man. What are we saying? Are we doing anything different this year? How was how was your welcome into the new year? Was it good? Well, I, I told you I have a fear of dying on New Year's okay. um, um, Eve slash day. Yeah, I think it's the saddest day to die, right? And I was looking at the statistics; it's one of the highest death rates. And then I did some more research because it's suicide, so that would make that makes yeah. sense. Really, is it? A lot of people kill, <coughs> people kill themselves on New Year's. I think I, Christmas is higher though. Christmas isn't it? and New Year's got. Whoa. So I was actually more at risk from being God, at home. God, that's sad. There's a bleakness to that, isn't there? Yeah. Well, they're pretty sad, so I think that's why. I think yeah, that's oh my God. Imagine coming downstairs. It's for not bleak. If that was your New Year's goal. just fucking hung himself from a star on a tree. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'd still open my, my presents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still I'd still be like, so are we, are we doing it after or before we got Dad down? <laughs> I think it's mostly for us. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do we do? Better, I, want, I, want, I want to see what he got me tonight. <laughs> a PS3? No, there's like there's two PlayStations ago. Glad he's dead. Some money in the suicide, mate, you know what I mean? But um, I think mostly because they're spending it alone. That's oh, why. yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. Next wouldn't. year, let's work in a soup kitchen on Christmas no, Day. I ain't doing that. What? No, no. Let's, let's give back to the people for a few but hours. What? what people? What am I giving back to? Home, I'll do a podcast. People. That's me giving back to the people. We charge money. Not for this one. Okay, yeah. This one's free. We don't put adverts on our podcast. That's true. But we, we 
Like we might. You're not gonna lack of trying. <laughs> Nobody wants to. We're trying this. to monetize this. We're losing money. But no, I, I would. Um, I, I want to. I think that's one of my goals this year. I want to try and give back. Why do you feel you have to give back? I just feel like I have a lot of free time, um, and it's like I might as well spend some hours doing some. I'm worried about my soul, guys. If we're going on a philosophy level, I'm worried about my soul. What about your soul? Like, is it enough? to just believe you're a good person. Is it enough to just do nothing? What is a good person? Right, because what, what I mean is like, I'm not polluting the ocean. I am a little bit, but like not actively. Right. I'm not defrauding money, right? Not active. I'm not paying my tax. I am paying my tax. I am paying my taxes. <laughs> I am, I am, I am, <laughs> I am, I am paying my taxes. I am, I am. Um, I'm not embezzling funds, right? So is that, make me a good person because a lot of people are embezzling funds so I'm doing better than bad is doing nothing better than bad well what, what do you want the answer to this to be because I feel like I'm not doing anything I mean I'm doing comedy right and making people laugh yada 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 but ultimately that's for my own sense of self that's why we do comedy right right like how do you really when somebody comes up to you after a gig right I says, man, that really made my day. Like I had a terrible week. Duh, 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 duh. Does that really put like in your heart? Like, oh yeah, I yeah. did this for the people. Is I, that why you're doing this? I'd run a top secret. Uh, where else am I ever gonna fucking be? This is literally the only club I play now. But the, the, a few weeks ago, some guy came up to me. He was over from New York, and he's like, "Yeah, I've been to things. Yeah, this was for my own ego as well, actually." It's for your own ego. He was like, "He was like, I've been, I've gone and sell a lot in New York. That was a really good set. I loved it. He was like, I'd love to see her." But then I was, do you know what? It meant a lot that a comedy fan liked me. It meant a lot because I was like, "This guy knows his shit." So for me to stand out to him really means a lot to me. Whereas, whereas, uh, you know, him and his girlfriend go and see a lot of comedy. So to stand out to them, yes, it was for my own ego, but I was also happy that I made them laugh and enjoy me. What was the percentage of like, oh, this is good that comedy savvy people like me or like, I made these people's night? It was both. It was, you know, it can be both things. It doesn't have to be one. And what you were saying about being a good person, it comes to that thing of altruism. Are you? Why are you doing something? Are you doing it to be a good person or are you doing it because you think somebody's watching you and then will comment? I know one of the reasons you probably want to be a good person because you, you imagine yourself sound Jonathan Ross or Graham Norton and they're like, and so Michael, that picture of you was snapped at the soup <laughs> kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Mike doesn't give a fuck about the homeless, bro. Mike wants to be seen giving a fuck about the homeless. They eat either way. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> They're eating either way. Don't matter what's but in my heart while I'm doing it. But, I'm there. You're but not if you there. went and did it and didn't get snapped doing it, you'd go maybe one more time. <laughs> and then, then, then that would be... And then every, like, you, would, you would also like be like... You'd get bored of talking to them. Yeah, I don't talk to them. I feed them. <laughs> conversation. But like... You see what I mean? Let's say, you're not doing it because you care about homeless people. I say, I, say, like, I see someone like Jeff Bezos, right? Yeah. throws out 100 million to charity and someone's like, that's like 0.1% of your net worth. I'm like, have you given 0.1% of your whatever you're making? Yeah, but like, he's throwing it, something out. He's I've given two quid to... Well, 0. Have you? Two quid to a homeless... I don't know, that's probably like 10% of my But can you, can you criticise someone because maybe Jeff Bezos is doing it for good PR, but he's doing it 
And I think a lot of people are like, why aren't you doing more? Because you're rich. Well, what what am I doing? But what is no given, one's asking themselves, what am I doing? But given a charity itself, when you look at the way charities are structured and you break them down, they are themselves not really doing anything. They spend most of the money on advertising and it's like a scheme for money. Oh, forget people. all that. I'm talking about... It's like Captain Tom, you know, that fucking guy who walked around the garden and raised under a million for NHS and then died because he went out during the middle of COVID when everyone was like, whatever you do, you silly old cunt, don't go out during COVID. And then he went to Barbados. Yeah, because he was going to... Sorry. Because he didn't have that long left anyway. He's like, fuck it. I'm yeah, gonna, well, you know, we could have had a bit longer. He could have seen Barbados. He waited three more months. There was a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This isn't... There was three more... Do you know what he's like? Have you ever seen the film The Mist? No. It's in the film The Mist. He probably thought Britain still owned Barbados. That's why he was there. Fucking <laughs> hell. But um, you leave Captain Tom alone. <laughs> I'm allowed to talk shit about Captain Tom. But Captain Tom, yep. when oh, when he was starting out walking across his garden, he didn't think it's gonna be a hundred million pounds. He's I'm gonna raise a couple thousand for charity. But that that even it like, started from a pure place. But here's the thing that here's the problem I have with glorifying Captain Tom, right? <laughs> Him specifically. Him specifically. One, there comes this weird thing where it, it's like with the NHS that it's got to rely on charity. It's not a charity. It's a public service. It's collapsing. It should be funded. A, a national health service should be a meritocracy of, or like it should be, it should be there for the people. The camera's all good. Yeah. It should be there for all the people, for all the things. It should work. It's important to have. It keeps people alive. The same with an education system. The better the education system you have, the better the people that are going to be produced in your country. All of these things like fall into each other. And we've had these things for years through austerity and through privatization where these things have been robbed and taken from us. But I'm still paying tax. And there's one thing I do not like Andrew Tate. Let me say this now. I do not like Andrew Tate. There was one thing he hit the fucking nail on the head with, yeah? <laughs> there was one thing he hit the nail on the head with. And that was women are stupid. No, it was. <laughs> no, he came through and said. The reason he agrees with the nurses' strikes and the reason nurses think they have to strike... He said that? Yeah. He's like, the thing that happens in the UK, he goes, what are you paying into? You're not paying into a system that works. So you look at all the corruption that goes on and all of this stuff happens and you're like, what the fuck am I paying into? So we're paying tax, right? And we're doing these things. Where are my taxes going? Because... Fuck me, there seems to be enough money to buy some Ukrainians javelin missiles who seem to have Nazi symbols on their tanks. It's maybe, you know, I don't know if we've learned from history, hey, but anything on the Mujahideen. It's the sign for peace, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. These what can you say? Yeah, these, uh, these, you know, it would make sense if we were giving them to like a Hindu philosophy, <laughs> but we're not giving them to some Ukrainians who are openly Nazis. And, um, you know, they, you know. The more they fight, the, le the less possibility that we have to fight. Remember that. But fighting who? Fighting what? Fighting what? Russia? That's every war. But, no, I hear what you're saying. But then, like, but the so NHS should be better funded. Yeah. And, and Education should be better funded. Not but they're not. old guy walked around the garden. But they're not. That's the... They, you've got the world we want to live in and the world we have. So what do we do as individuals about the world we have? You get stuck in. So I go and tell some jokes about that world. For That's money. What I do. Yeah, but people... You do this shit for no money. altruism, what I've just done there, that thing I'm saying there, more people will nod and agree with and that will have more effect and make more people's day than me going giving some guy fucking potato soup. I disagree. I feel like potato soup is like more filling than laughter. Yeah, but there's people like listening to it's this in the gym and doing it. these things. There's people... I make these things because I fucking hate being bored. And I know there's people who are at work or something and they're bored and that they get to listen to something like this. So you don't, you don't care about the algorithms and the numbers 
I 100% do. I'm, I'll be and honest making about... 20 grand a month on a Patreon one day. One day, one day. Let's get some on that. We are currently sat in our producer's flat because we can't do a sat ours because one of our parents, sorry. <laughs> like, like, our producer is doing better than us. <laughs> like, no, I agree about all of that. I like, you know, I've just started to make a little bit of money and I enjoy it. And my outgoings are fuck all. Look at this. Look, look at this hoodie, man. Look at this hoodie. So I'm buying it for you. Yeah, my mum got it for me for Christmas still. Um, she asked me what I wanted and I said this. And, uh, and now I wear it. I told my mum what I wanted and I didn't get it. What, what did you ask for? I wanted another cardigan. What she get you? Nothing. <laughs> your mum got you nothing? No, we don't really do presents. In our Have house. your mum take the piss. What did you get your mum? I bought her, it wasn't, I bought it for myself, but I gave it to her. I bought, you know that voucher I had to a spa? Yeah. I couldn't go. so I just why, why didn't you go? Because I went one time and it was closed. Oh. I didn't call ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he booked it at 10.30pm. <laughs> Turned up in my flip-flops. I was ready for the spot. You were so bragging about yeah. that spa as well to me and Nico. Yeah, I was going to go and then it, it was closed. So I gave it to my mum. But uh, no, we don't really do presents in our house. But you like you like doing things like this. or And the same reason I do is because you like making good things. And it means a lot when people like them. That means a lot. That's the, uh, there's an out. There's a there's a good in that. I don't have to go out and fucking help old ladies across. I helped an old lady across the road a few, about a month ago. Actually, she asked for it. Well, sort of seeing what she was wearing. You, you, <laughs> you sent her the right way. <laughs> <laughs> you really just stepped over yeah, that yeah, joke, yeah, I did. I did. Um, no, she did. She was like, "Sorry, young man, would you help?" She probably called me young man because I did had my arm out. It was very, it was a very nice moment. I helped the old man down the stairs. <laughs> I thought you were just about to say helped an old man down. Like, <laughs> I was like, him. <laughs> and I just went in and dignitas and started. He was like wobbling down the stairs. Yeah. And I was like helping him. I'm like, fucking get the lift next time. I was working the soup kitchen. Get a job. I'll serve you, but like, come on, man. We'll get a bank account. Let's go. There was uh, one time I tried help a lady with a pram up the stairs and I carried it up so Wrongly, like I, I swear to God, within seconds, this woman was like, "I don't want this oath <laughs> near my child put again." That, I was that baby at risk. <laughs> I, sh- I shook that baby like, <laughs> like I was just trying to help in it. <laughs> I went up like the wrong way. I carried it like this. Right? It all went. It all went. Some to- of your decisions today, I reckon you have CTE, bro. Oh no, I definitely do. I definitely we were like done. we were talking about what actors to play Bond. He was like Michael Gambon. Who the fuck is Michael Gambon? And he meant Michael Fassbender. Uh, who the fuck is Michael Gambon? Okay, no, but I keep forgetting Michael names. Michael Gambon's the guy who played Dumbledore. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he wanted him old. to play the next James Bond. He's and he's dead. He's yeah, not dead. dead. Michael Gambon's not dead. I think he is. No, he's The not. first guy who played Dumbledore. The first guy who played Dumbledore. The second dead. one, I think, is still alive. Yeah, that's, that's Gambon. Yeah. And like, we were trying to get to Lucas's house and you were just going off vibes. No, I got on the right bus and we ended up here. He was excited that the bus was going the right way. And I'm like, you should know. There's I, City I, Mapper I, on I, your I, phone. I'll tell, like, tell you what happened. You should I, know. No, 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 no. It's no. not me Don't throw me under the bus after I got us here on the bus yeah, perfectly. The wrong bus, probably. No. I got us on the, the bus from Canada Water, yeah. And it was like, City Mapper was like, the bus comes in a minute. I didn't see the number of the bus. And the bus arrived. And I saw it. It said, uh, the area that you live in. I don't want to give you an area away too much in case the people come and peck them record and, a podcast yeah yeah and uh and i got on it and i was like let's just look on the map and if it starts going the right ways and it started going the right ways and i was and michael wanted to get us off the bus he didn't have faith in me he wanted to get us on a different bus that was a little the bit the evidence of today but i got us here but i do think i got a bit of cte because i keep forgetting uh names 
everything. Like, is the camera all good? I just need to change the battery quickly. Oh shit, should we stop? Where were we? Where if we just completely, and is that audio gonna be on there? So yeah, the audio will be there. Oh sick, so, the, so they'll be able to hear that little argument we've just had on there. I can edit it out. Nah, fuck it, leave it in. Elliot doesn't want to spend time with his father. At a London Derby, Crystal Palace. I do, fun. but I also, bro, like, I like making a bit of money because I, I, do you know what my, I've got to spend money on the podcast. I've got to spend money on my, my clips, my viral clips. Nice viral clips. My viral clips. But, you know, like, life ain't about just working, innit? Like, what are you making money for to go and enjoy shit? But I like working. I love doing stand-up. I love, I, dude, the places I'm at my happiest are when I'm going to, like, when I'm at the Jiu-Jitsu gym or I'm at Top Secret or I'm at these places. I'm so happy. Like, I really am You're at my happy. happy at Sellers Park? I am happy at Sellers Park. Well, fucking probably not, but I've got to watch, got to watch that team run around. <laughs> got to watch Decore in the middle of the field try to adapt to the physicality of the Prem. Nah, man, you got bare stepovers in that, man. Yeah, Harlem, exactly. There's Harlem. too many stepovers <laughs> in that team. <laughs> There's one too many flair players. Too many braids flowing in the wind. <laughs> but, um, nah, man, I, I, I reckon... Too many, too many dances with the celebrations. <laughs> Somebody, the, the gritty. Have you seen the gritty celebration? Yeah, yeah. there's too much. It's like when Brazil starts celebrating. So much choreography. Like. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of choreography. But um, I, I feel like, you know, you've got to find out. How right. many Jordans in the train? Okay, we've done that. We've done that. Right? <laughs> enough examples. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like you got to Too find Too much Central C <laughs> being black. Black people aren't playing Central C, man. Yeah, that, man. Black people aren't playing. Black people play Central C. I'm playing Afrobeats, if anything. Central C, by the way. You think black people are playing Central black C? People, yeah. No, it's white girls play Central C. That is true. Black people are playing uh, a bit of Burner, a bit of Wiz. That's uh, so, right. Uh, Central C is the first, one of the first things that's happened to me to make me realise I'm getting older is I'm like, what the fuck is this? Do you know what I mean? You know when you're like... No, that's but he, not- he's just dappy. He's just a re, re new dappy. Yeah, good point. Do, do you know what? I don't mind getting old because I never knew who the fuck anyone was when I was coming up. Like when I was When I was meant to know who people were, I didn't have a clue. So me not knowing who they are now, like I, I thought Michael Fassbender was Michael Gambon. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. But yeah, that's I definitely just brain injury. Got, yeah, I definitely got CTE, man. It's How old are you, started. Lucas? Twenty-two. Do you know stuff that we don't know about what like, just like culture and that? What like new stuff you're talking about? Central C. It's like that Olivia girl who played the Wednesday Adam. A Wednesday. Oh Adams. yeah, General Ortega. No, yeah. General Ortega. I, I was confused with Olivia Rodrigo. General Ortega. I thought yeah. she was a new actress. I think she is. She is, isn't she? She was just in that Wednesday thing. So I look, she got 40 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, no, because I she got that. 40 million because of Wednesday. Yeah. I was so glad when I found out she was 21. God, that was a fucking good moment. Because a bit of me was like, she's oh, hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's playing okay. a 15-year-old in the show. Man. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like a hot 15-year-old. <laughs> Well, this has been BTEC Philosophers. No, it's been like, a great run. No, 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 Let me explain. You know what they do? <laughs> explain. Did you hear that? Uh, <laughs> but like, all right, let me explain. You know, like, did you, me, me and Darcy, we were watching like uh, 90s horror films and they're set in secondary school and they'll be like the cheerleader with massive tits. And you're like, there's no need for the cheerleader to be really hot. I would this say... This isn't what 15-year-olds... And do you know what I mean? So when I say a hot 15-year-old, it's like they've got like a hot 20-year-old playing a 15-year-old. Shows like... That's what I when mean. You, when you watch shows like Buffy and that, 
they they know what they were doing when they cast like mid twenties actresses. That's what they've done with Jenny Ortega. Because like there are good young actresses that you could have just cast in the role who look like teenagers, yeah. have spots and everything. Just look I like could have phrased that a lot better. Teenagers. That could have come out. Yeah, <laughs> Edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you <laughs> Don't Why know, don't we know. come across well in our clips? Award nominated. This is nominated for an award. Top fifteen. People know what they're doing, man. <laughs> even even when you look at like it's like Greece did it when they cast like if you think about Sandy like in the end scene like she's supposed to be really sexy but she's supposed to be like a yeah a and they're all like student. thirty man they're yeah they're all, all thirty like, oh but that was made like, in the seventies when when oh that's where it started basically. yeah I know but like. Banging kids in the seventies was just fine. Like they didn't give it. Like they, you look at. Uh, I'm not even joking. You look at like uh, what is it? The Rolling Stones. One of them. One of the guys from the Rolling Stones had like a fourteen year old girlfriend, and everyone was cool with it. David Bowie. Look up for some of the shit David Bowie did. What did he do? Do you know? Do you know? He was. Uh, he was. He was like singing songs about little girls and stuff. Like they were all. That's what they all did. Yeah. That was like back then, bro. You know. Um, you know the big one of uh, who who's got the case coming out when he dies. You know the big one. Yeah. I mean, you said Tommy last time. You know, you know who it is, isn't it? Let me just <laughs> say, let me just say, we were recording in Peckham. It was round here. And uh, if he was to be in his character, it would be round here. That's all I'll say. My on uh, my mum got me a, a birthday card with his face on it. <laughs> <laughs> And she doesn't know. Yeah. And I was like, oh. There's a boxer who has a, there's a, a boxer who has a tattoo of a picture of him. Really? And I'm like, oh. boy, oh boy. That is a big one that's going to go. Do you not know who it is? No, you told, you, see, you told me on the last pod. Yeah, did I? Yeah. Fucking bro, I've man. got CTE, Any, man. Bro. But, but the last pod was like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, a few weeks ago. But, yeah. um, yeah, man, a lot of, yeah. I feel like porn reveals all in terms of, you see what's popular in porn and you like, because, like, that whole underage thing, yeah. in terms of, like, teen girl, it is. freshly 18. That's it. I've always found that weird, man. for ages. And I feel like it's just revealing what society already... Like, Britney Spears and that, her first single. Yeah, there's definitely, like, this odd culture with it in things. Like, even when you look at Jenny Ortega in that Wednesday Adam show, it's not necessarily... Did you watch that? No, but it's not. I've seen all the clips that people keep sharing of the dance and stuff. And it's like, it it's not it's not necessarily revealing, but there is a thing where it's like, they've gone, why couldn't Wednesday Adams, why couldn't they have gone like another way with it and been like, all right, she's meant to be an outcast or something. Let's get someone, why don't we do like a bit of body positivity stuff? Why don't we do something like this? And they're like, no, we're going to get Jenny Ortega, who's really hot to do. But then sex sells, because we're talking about it. Damn. Do you know what I mean? If they'd got like a, you know, I'd probably be on the as the cynic I am, probably slagging them off with something else they'd done. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm not in charge of these things. What, what was, was that a big show, Wednesday? The whole... It's big on Netflix. A Came out over Christmas Wednesday period. Adams. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the original actress who played her in the movie? She was sick. Christina yeah. Ricky. Richie? Yeah, she was sick, man. Yeah, I like that. Got my character. first ever boner to the Adams family. To what? Like, the, the hand? No, <laughs> 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 oh, you freak. <laughs> to the mum. Oh, she. They were like. They, they, they were get. They were. That was a. They are the horniest couple. That's couple goals though. Like he was always like, "I love you more than the life in itself." Maybe kissing her hand and shit, man. That's. That's what I want. Like, in twenty years time, if I'm married, like to still be horny for my wife. Because you, know, you what see, a goal. Do you see a lot of like comedians? Right. 
they make marriage sound terrible. Mm. And I like wonder, is it just a trope of like, oh, the old ball and chain? Like, but well, do, do people just really hate their wives out here? No, relationships are hard though. Like, they, you know, like I love Darcy, but fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> like the other night we were at a club on New Year's and she decided, she, do you know what it was? I was having a good time. I'd taken pills in it. I was having a great time. And uh, she hadn't taken pills. And she was like, I think what it is with women is they, as a guy, I think they ha- I think they hate seeing you have fun that doesn't necessarily involve them because in their mind when we're not with them we're meant to be miserable. Mm. We're meant to be like oh fuck. And which is a person thing anyway. We're, I'm meant to be like oh I'm just waiting for her to come walking through the door. And some days I am. But some days man I'm having a good run on FIFA. <laughs> like I'm having a good time, you know what I mean? I'm not even doing necessarily anything that is bad. I'm just there like I've just you know I've bought a really good. I've got a really good youth player coming up through Crystal Palace, and I'm, I'm just sure. happy to see him doing well. I'm sure, women have fun by themselves. They do, but they I hate the idea. Do. I think sometimes women hate the idea of how easily, as a guy, like they will never understand. There are things you do, and there are things we won't understand about them. It's a two way street, and I'm not saying either is better. I was better, whatever. It's a person thing, but there are things that, as a guy, you can be so easily. I guarantee this now, as guys, we could stick on a YouTube compilation for an hour of sticks falling through ice and we'd all sit here and be like, that was a good one. Oh, that was great. That one. We could sit here and watch that. I don't think women could. But by yourself, though, in a group. I could sit there. I could sit there and watch. If I could watch a compilation of like stones falling through ice, like big rocks being thrown off a bridge and then they land in the water, as a guy, I, like, I could watch that for ages. I just watch like best counter attacks. Videos, yeah, yeah things or or you start watching some YouTube essay or I'm sure women. I don't know what they watch, but they do the same thing. They do, they have a version of that, but with guys, that's why women always think we're every all women always think every guy they're with is autistic because at some point, guys, we we just we have like a thing where I don't know if what it is like where we've come through where it's like problem solving all of our life like that is what being a guy is is it's just problem solving, but. There are just things where being a guy, where you just get to watch, you know, that's why sport's exciting to us because it effectively, that's why FIFA as a game is just a puzzle. It's just a moving yeah. puzzle and you beat the puzzle and score or the puzzle can beat you and score. Did you watch the darts? Bro, the darts last night was unreal. Did you see it? I saw um guy hit a red line three times in a row. The nine, He hit the nine darter. They, they both went for a nine darter. So a nine, the, like darts is a perfectible sport. Yeah. So... You theoretically, you if there will one day be someone who can just hit the nine darts. That's never happened. No, no, not no nine darts happen, but they're rare. And they both did it. They both were on for a nine darter. Van Gerwen missed the last shot, and then Smith got it. Mm. So they were both going for the nine darter. Did you see it? I didn't see that match, but I was I was watching it. Is there a darts video game? No, it was sad. Just play darts. It's, it's, it's a playable. You can play it in your home. You've just got. Yeah. Unless there's a part of your body that you have to work out for darts, it can't be a sport. I guess it's more a mental sport. Fuck off. Yeah. It's more mental. No, but you got to understand under the pressure, like because they they get near filing paperwork. No, but it's sport. no, but it's psychological because you get near victory. And then, like, the pressure's on every dart means something. It's chess a sport. 
I say chess is a sport. Chess, chess. Andrew Tate's dad was a chess player. Someone said that means he can't be dumb because Andrew Tate is good at chess. He's probably yeah. He's probably good at chess. I don't think Andrew Tate is dumb. I think he's dumb in the sense that if I was human trafficking, I wouldn't start making TikTok videos about all the cars I had. That's, transport that, them in, yeah. That's um, why he's a loser, because it's like I was saying to you earlier, like, he has the drive to be famous and wanted, like we do. Anyone who wants to be famous didn't have a happy childhood. They need it and wasn't accepted. Not true. You want to bet? Not true. Everyone wants to be famous now. Not every yeah. Everyone wants to be famous because it's become the new version of a career, like an influencer and stuff. That's all it is. Then it's not about unhappy childhoods. It's just you want to. You're you're, you're a comedian and yeah. you're coming famous because everything was a tickety boo in your life, right? Look, let me ask. Look, no look, one has a flaw. What about childhood? like nepotism babies, like people who? Yeah, yeah, Oh shit! You're a nepo baby. I'm a nepo. Oh my gosh! I'm a nepo. What did you think of that discourse on the on the? It's perfectly valid. So when, what was Lily Allen saying? Like we should be worried oh, about yeah, the nepo babies. Her thing was more about she was class appropriating as well because she talked a lot about lower working class topics mm. and stuff. But she's super like upper middle class. Mm. Well, that's that's the thing. Like if you're gonna come from a privileged position into industry, the thing I'd say about me with my nepotism, and I will bring up what Darius said about me one time is like, but with Elliot, you see him at the shit gigs. Yeah. So I, I, but like, I'll go out and do like two, three shows a night at the minute. You know, I'm out there. I will not, I will not deny that I've come into this and probably with my agency because of nepotism. But then I still at least do the fucking work. The problem with, because listen, everyone wants to benefit from nepotism. If mm. we have kids, we all want our kids to be successful. Yeah. And if we can help them do that, we all, so we all want it for our families. And we want them to come hot 15 year old. Oh, okay yeah um the problem with nepo babies is when they don't address it they try and hide it which you've never done you've always been like my dad is my dad is you you've always addressed that and then um when they don't i guess give a leg up or you know try and help other people and you do that i guess yeah i always champion i always champion you're always shouting out comics and yeah apart from one comic who really doesn't like me um, just one? No, there's the ones who don't like me. There's Barry don't like me. No, but you, but people, you, you, people don't like you when you start doing well. Like that's the other thing I've noticed with success, right? I'm not talking about me. Is like people slag off Michael McIntyre all the time. But if Michael McIntyre was just on the circuit, everyone would be like, "Why is this guy not in arenas?" He's killing. He was like, a killer. He he was from everything. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he's one of those dudes that. Bro, I wouldn't follow McIntyre back in the day. live, and then you realize, oh shit, this is a different level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but but yeah, like I was saying, like so, I feel like if you're if you're a nepo baby and you try and hide it or deny it, and you don't sort of, you know, give a leg up. I think the saddest case, like you know, Brooklyn Beckham, like he's gone through so many career paths and changes. He doesn't actually know what he wants to do. He just knows whatever he could do. One minute he could be successful at it. So everything he's done, he's like got these huge opportunities, and then he's like. Stop doing it. Because yeah, he like he realizes model he, he doesn't chef. know what he's gonna do. Now he's a chef influencer. Yeah, how the fuck do you talk? Yeah, <laughs> that's making the thing. beans on top of it. Making beans like. on toast. So, so like, don't, 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 like, just if be honest with you. No, nothing wrong yeah, with I nepotism. There's some really talented nepotistic people out there. Well, what would you argue is nepotism? Because I'd say like me coming into this and being honest about my nepotism. See what it's led to. It's led to me being with my agency for sure, but I still had to kill it in front of him. Uh, it's led to me getting roast battles, but I still had to do well on it. 
and it's probably part to do, although it's more to do with Barry Casanova, who's one of the best producers I know, and comics, who's on a Radio 4 series. It's not like I'm exactly doing it live at the Apollo. Like, yeah. it's, it's, or I'm, you know, getting Netflix deals and that. But there are people in the industry whose parents are multi, multi, multi millionaires mm. who, you know, buy their kid a house to live in in London. Now, fair enough, I live at my dad's and stuff, but that, that I'd argue what is. And also, what are they meant to do? Not do. Like, this is the thing where people are like, yeah, but their parents are millionaires. And you're like, yeah, but what are they meant to do? Not. What, should I just live off the millions? They're trying to make... Why can't they be a comedian? I think it sucks when they're shit. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, we, we, we know that you've put the work in. Like you said, I've seen you at the shit gigs. Should we, should we kick off a B-Tech? Uh, then start of the year, we're throwing someone under the bus who I publicly do not fucking understand. No. Why they're doing comedy. No beefs in 2023. <laughs> we're not beefing anybody in 2023. I'm not... Can, can we do it? No. Can we do it? No, we can't. We can cut it out if you decide not to. We can't do you want a beef? Tell me first. But why the fuck's Grace Campbell oh. doing comedy? Why the fuck is Grace? Why the fuck is she doing comedy? Like, why is Alistair Campbell's daughter? Bro, why is she? Why? What? This is why the left fucking fuck me off, right? And it's so for show. Like all of this stuff, it's so for show. They, do, uh, no one is actually particularly bothered about the real left-wing issues anymore. Of oh my god, there's a cost of living crisis. How are working people going to be able to afford anything? The government keep getting in and they're fucking everything up, and there's no actual opposition to all of it. It feels like we're in a one-chain system. It's all like, woo! I put pronouns in my bio because that's what affects these people. Is like fuck all issues. They, they like the pronouns thing. It's not that big an issue. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> So I was, I was having this conversation apparently and said Grace Campbell has star quality in terms of charisma, in terms of... Yes, people. but that was Alistair Campbell. Of course she has charisma. The guy fucking led us into but an that, illegal that's war. That's what I mean. There's, you have people who are talented, like genuinely gifted comedians, but they're not fun to Stop watch. Stop trying to save this burning bridge. You burn it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Living you, bridge. Can I just say, you had that loaded as well. <laughs> let me finish. Go, and then I gave you the green light. Like, <laughs> now, let me finish. Let me finish. There's... She fucks me off, man. There's, I've never met her. She's probably a nice person. There's talented comics who aren't that fun to watch, right? <laughs> <laughs> even worse I never said anything about comedy I never said that she was bad there's talented comics aren't that fun to watch and there's people who are interesting to watch right but what, what, what one of those does she fall under Maybe have you seen her no well, you, but you seem I'm... disappointed that at what that she is doing comedy no I don't okay you're a bit right. you, I've never actually seen her do a set I've but seen they, her they were, online they were arguing that they, she has star quality Okay, I, I understand what you're saying. In terms of she has galvanized the fan base. I'm, I'm, yeah, but yeah, because like the fucking. But like, young people aren't gonna go see someone because if anything, they don't want to see you because you're Alistair Campbell's daughter. No, but that's the thing is like I don't understand how you can come into this game and be like seen as a sort of like oh my god, woo left wing stuff, dude, the enemy fringe, this is great, and it's like, oh, are we not gonna talk about the a million dead Iraqis? 
Well, that, that's, to be fair, what? she's not gone into nepotism because if she was a nepo baby, she'd be killing Iraqis. She, she would be a war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, you're never going to top his war crime. She's the Brooklyn Beckham of war crimes. Uh, she can't follow through. Her dad her dad was the scoring against Greece, the free kick against Greece of war crimes. Bro. What did Alistair Campbell do? He was, a spin, he was a spin doctor. All right, let's find out. He was a spin. Let's find out what Alistair C. He was the advisor to Tony Blair, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like the spin doctor who spinned everything in the media to forefront a, a campaign for us. I mean, ultimately it failed because like, everyone was like, this is terrible. Ultimately it failed. Oh yeah, the Iraq okay, the Iraq war did fail. Nobody benefited from the Iraq war. I mean like the spin, like, because everyone's like, that university has a terrible idea. But look, there's just a few things. Like if, if my dad was involved in arguably one of the West's biggest war crimes. Yeah. I'd go probably best for me not not to do some stand up. I'd give that one a miss. Nah, but like you can't control what your daddy does. That's true. That's true. But should but why? It's true, mate, she should be like a Maybe dick. doing contact with him is like yeah. Yeah, that's okay, right, let me say. That's what's bothering that's yeah. what's bothering me about it, I guess. You found a thing. Yeah, that's bothering you. Well, no, it, I'll tell you why but it bothers me. Is it's like you're you're gonna go on stage, like you're gonna go on stage and point things out, and it's and like how the world's in the state it's in, and you're just gonna go on there and be like, oh, girls, what's your biggest ick? Well, what about all those people who fucking died? Did they not have icks? Were they not allowed to have icks? <laughs> Were they not allowed? Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? that You're going to go on there and be like, hey, ladies, have you got an ick? Yeah, when your dad lies and then a fucking soldier who's from Slough and there's no other way out and then there's a British army ad campaign steps on an IED and his mum has to fucking bury him because he's on the other side of the planet doing God knows what. That gives me an ick. That's a bit icky to me. I find oh. that a little bit icky. Not when a guy wears a sweater. Sorry that that's not my ick. Sorry my ick isn't something as trivial as, you know, when a guy stops in the street to do up his shoelaces. Listen, you two are both Nepo babies, so this is a Nepo baby war. I'll have her on the podcast. You'll die, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Bro, we've got, the beef. <laughs> we've got one nomination and I'm really acting like... <laughs> I'm really acting like no one can bring us down. <laughs> Stop saying us. Let's get all <laughs> let's get all the Nepo babies on, and we'll have a little. All right, we got we got a bit of time. We're gonna answer a question, and I was gonna. Uh, have we got time quickly yeah, for this, Lucas? Yeah, yeah. Of I don't want to waste all your day. No, no, that's fine. We're gonna ask her a question about stand up, but uh, I wanted to just tell you guys how I saw it. Yeah, we want to do uh, more more dilemmas of the week, so please send them in. Please do uh, send them in. And philosopher of this week was, of course, a pizza yeah, box. A pizza box. Uh, Incriminated, Mister Tate. Um, I was just gonna tell you guys. I might save it for when Vittorio's in next week. Okay, oh, I'll tell it now. Uh, so yeah, on New Year's I took a pill. Right, it was in this club, shit club in Brixton. And uh, I was in a shit club in Brixton. What club were you in? I was in Brixton Jam. Fuck no, that's all right. Brixton Jam's all right. I was in a, I was in a really bad one, like oh. on the middle of a high street. Oh. It was all, it was, it was great for what it was, but it was terrible. Oh. And. Um, uh, I was in the toilets waiting to go in the toilet and there was this lad in front of me and he was uh, his name was Bruno from Brazil and he was like, uh, but, but do you want a key? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll take a key, right? Go in there, have a key with Bruno from Brazil, right? Come out, chatting away as you do after that. I'm like, oh, do you want a drink, mate? He's like, yeah, yeah, so I have a drink. He's from Brazil, chatting about Brazil and what life's like over here. He was living in Spain for a bit, having this great chat. 
go outside, gives me a cigarette, have a cigarette, go back in. He's like, do you want a drink? I'm like, yeah, you should actually like, go for other key. I'm like, yeah, bro. So I'm like to my missus, I'm going for it. I'd introduced him to Darcy and stuff. He showed me the girl he was with, like just, you know, like we were having chat. Go downstairs, takes me into the toilet for another key. I'm in like these loose fitting jeans, yeah. And he gives me the key and then he like grabbed my dick. Like underneath, like went through the top of the jeans to pull them up and then like grabbed my dick and like pulled me in for a kiss and I had to be like, Bruno, no! I had to be like, Bruno, bro, I saw in the new year, new year, new year, new year, hashtag me too. Are you sure you didn't just meet the Sasha Barra Cohen character? Bro, I swear to God, I was in there. I knew immediately what that was when you started that story. How did you not know that's what that was? I just thought I'd made a friend. You just thought you got three keys. I thought I'd made a mate. You thought you got three drugs from Bruno and there would be no... Just having a nice chat and that. And then I still went, I was like, oh, mate, you got the wrong end of the stick and it brought me a gin and tonic. It was all right. And then Leia just took me upstairs and I told my missus. And my missus went, no, he didn't. Mm. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no one believes me. <laughs> no one believes the victim. <laughs> bro, uh, yeah, bro, it was so fucking wild. I was just there like, bro, you're, you're a Bruno Sutton. I'm not going to lie, you're a Bruno Sutton. I do. He gave Bruno you two Sutton. keys and a, and, a, and a gin and tonic. I bought him a gin and tonic as well. Mm. Well, I, I know, but... I feel like you knew what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. And when he he said, this is my lady friend, I was like, oh, that's awkward. He hasn't called her his girlfriend or his date. And now I'm like, oh, it was his lady that friend. was his lady friend. Yeah. He was using that term very... Literally. Very literally. <laughs> I was just having a chat with him about Sao Paulo. No such thing as a freaky, Elliot, man. No, uh, hi. Man, hey. what did I like? Trash. Icky. Trash. Should we get on to the question? we got a good question. So this is from uh, a guy who's a, a Patreon. Uh, I'm, should I say his name? No. And it's not It's not necessarily a bad question. I'll read out the whole thing and see why. Hi, I need your help and guidance. And I, I wrote back to this person, like, sincerely as well. Hi, I need your help and guidance on comedy and stand-up. Excuse possible long post, but here it goes. Since seeing Elliot support Russell came, inspiring the generation, in Stevenage a few months back, which is top class, by the way, I've really got into comedy and club comedy specifically. Great. I've watched to be. Uh, I've been to a few open mic nights as a watcher, and the last time I said to a mate of mine, "I'd love to give this a go," and he sort of spurred me on, saying I should go for it. Now, rather than throwing myself into something that could go horribly wrong straight off the bat, I've been researching comedy workshops and courses. Mm, yeah, I get. I see what you're saying, bro. I'm based in hot. Uh, yeah, he's based somewhere. And uh, he's looking into London. Do you have any recommendations or know people that run such things? I found the Soho Theatre do one, another called the Comedy Club. It basically, this guy's uh, looking to be professional. I have no desire to be a professional. I'm 45 year old who fancies ticking something off his bucket list, seeing how it goes, and maybe do some open mics, etc. If that goes well, would appreciate any insight. Keep up the great work and Merry Christmas. Uh, did you reply? I did. What did you say? Fuck off, old man. <laughs> no, I said, I said, hey, bro, we'll answer this on this week's episode. I'd recommend give it a go for a year. Learn to get comfortable on stage. Your first 50 gigs are the same and practice makes perfect. Just keep going. It's a roller coaster, but sounds like you've got a great attitude. The reason this guy could do really well is because he's saying, I just want to give it a go, which I think is a very good attitude to come into stand up with. I That's, think you should do a course. You think yeah. you should do the course? I think you should do a course. They're good fun. I did a course. Really? What course did you do? I did one with the comedy school about uh, like five years ago now. Yeah. What did they teach on it? Jokes. Uh, <laughs> like how to write jokes, how to like 
just very basic stuff. How to like not make a dick of yourself on stage. And then they give you a really good, they gave me a really good gig at the end. Okay. Like showcase at the yeah. end. That was really what it was about, like getting experience in front of an audience. If it was somebody young and they was like, I think I want to do this, I would say just go on stage. But I think for him, you should do a course. Really? Oh, you see, I'm. I think he should just get stuck in. No, man, you do. A, you you kind of meet similar-minded people. You kind of. Learn. And you already meet people going into it. Exactly. Mm. I, I think people. for for his perspective, I would I would do a course, kind of learn the basics. If he's interested, he's going to end up talking to people who can recommend gigs, and he'll get a good gig at the end of it. Whereas if it was somebody young and they were like, I want to do that stunt, I'd say just just find an open mic and do it. But interesting. I yeah, I agree go, with go you. Do a course. Okay, you've changed my mind. Um, I thought I thought he should uh, definitely because I always think with stand up, my problem with courses is this, is this. Tell us. I think they're very good to teach you what you're saying, but I know people who've done courses and at some point you need to let go of the fact that you've done a course and be a be who you are rather than holding on to that way of delivering. You can spot people who do courses quite early on. Because when you, I'll say this to people, like when you watch open mic nights and stuff, everything's written like an essay. So it's like, my wife, she does this. I'll give you an example because of this. And that's how you write an essay is you point, evidence, explain, link. And you can see that at the beginning of the I used to do it all the time, all the time. And you still, and you, and you still probably do, do it but you have to come better at hiding it but i think with courses they can teach you though the jill edwards course has created jimmy carr romesh sean walsh some people just need that foundation and then they'll let go of the foundation and i feel Mm. like someone like that he wants a foundation and i would say the course gives him that so if you're listening sir totally disregard elliot's advice no i get i get i agree take mine I agree, but... In terms of what course to do, I wouldn't know, but... um, But do you not think that... I think the thing with doing a course is just building the confidence to eventually... I think that's what he needs. To do stand... Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. Look at me, I just started a good thing. Yeah, no, 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 you're totally... And and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm putting down what I thought, and I'm going with your advice. Mm. I think think you're correct there. I think you're correct as well, Lucas. How how did you find the course? I really enjoyed it. It was like... uh, like at the end, the gig was like I was like, okay, this is as good. This is how like it can be if it's if you're really good. Like really? I want to get to this point again. I was like, want to go? They were like, you want to do another gig like this for like two years maybe? So it's like two hundred people there. Oh and fuck! Was, for your first gig? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I was. They were like, you want to do another one like this for two years? So if you smash here, this is how good it can be. And then like the feeling, like it, that's where like how I got the bitten by the bug. Basically. Hold on a minute. Ask him if his dad's a spin doctor. Is your dad the spin doctor? Yeah, use that. No, I'm talking to the guy. Oh, really? Because that could help him. Yeah. Do you know how I got my first gig? My dad got me it. There we go. There we go. And I've just sat there and slagged off Grace Campbell. The fucking balls on me. The fucking. I am really, really. You know what? Big up Grace Campbell. She's really made use of her nepotism. Whereas this guy right here, (laughs) (laughs) sat in in a flat. Yeah, sat in a flat in Beckham. She's really showed what you can do just with that leg up. She's selling out Alexandra (laughs) Palace. And I'm, I'm. You've smashed your ladder to pieces. (laughs) Doing lines off your ladder. I'm a nepo aborted baby. Anyway, it's but fun so. to be back. We will be back next week. Patreons, we'll be back probably next week. There will be an early access episode because we are recording on Monday as well as the episode I will be putting out today. This episode is a main episode. Thank you so much for coming back. If you do like us, 
If you do enjoy us, mm-hmm. so we're back. Yeah. Sorry, the camera died again. Okay, what was I going to say? What do we need to we do? Are, we are uh, award-nominated. And please uh, keep voting for... I think the voting is still open. The voting is. The, the voting National is Comedy on Awards. January 18th. January 8th, maybe. January 18th, I believe. Okay. But um, National Comedy Awards, uh, vote for us, please, I guess. Um, subscribe to the Patreon. If we get long-listed... Short-listed, don't it? We are if we get short-listed, I so got CTE, bro. <laughs> I generally, I gen- I'm really worried about it. I am very worried. I mm. keep forgetting everything. I'm worried my brain's gone to mush. Mm. It is. It generally scares me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm worried tonight, won't you? Well, um, no, I'll go tomorrow. I'm generally worried that when I'm forty, I'm just gonna fucking commit family side. <laughs> 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 like, um, yeah. So yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Vote for us. Vote for us. Uh, we got. We did an episode with um, all I do is fail, and we might put that on our. Because um, we didn't really promote it that well. We didn't really promote it that well, but it was technically it was a, it's our episode. Technically, it is it's our episode. We did it with a fantastic Ali Woods. Tom was not there, but we go in and Ali was. It was great to watch Ali indirectly roast us in a fun way, like very subtly. Me. Yeah, he was. He was really gunning for Mike. Uh, it was great to watch, and yeah, he, he was. He was fucking good at it, man. He's good. He's quite sharp. He's very sharp. Very sharp, Ali. Um, I think that's the welcome back. That's it. Welcome back to 2023, this man. Is it, 2023. We're going to have more eclectic guests this year. Um, it's just going to be a, another good year of B Tech. Um, we want Alistair Campbell. Yeah, we'd love that, actually. We would love You know, he has the biggest podcast in the UK. I didn't know that. He has one of the biggest podcasts. He is a good spin doctor, man. He's a good spin doctor. Him and Rory Stewart. I don't know who that is. It's a politician, conservative politician. Is that one with the big ears? I believe so. But, uh, you know, um, yeah, listen, B-Tech, we're going to keep pumping out episodes and keep growing because we, we really appreciate you guys. And uh, we're going to we're gonna see you real soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with guest Vittorio Angeloni, the guy. Um, we will see you then. Lucas, you got anything to promote? No, just the uh, socials, making clips, doing posting more stuff. Sick. Follow me. I have uh, a few things to promote that I should have probably promoted earlier before we ended the I podcast. Yeah, no, oh, there we go. That is life, is it not? Uh, I will be Leicester, February 8th. And uh, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, the 23rd of Feb, I will be at Vault Festival. And then on the uh, 9th of March, a Thursday, I'll be doing a preview at the Pleasance. I think tickets to these are starting to sell well. My clips are doing well. People are starting to buy tickets. Angel sold out. Top Secret sold out the other day. So if you want tickets, I would grab them soon because I think these things are going. And it would be lovely to have fans from the podcast there because you understand what I do. So it would be lovely to have you there. These shows are looking great. And has everyone else got anything to promote? Oh, can I just say again? Um, I forgot I've, uh, I'm doing... I'm going to be a backyard uh, 28th of February. I'm very Ooh. excited for that one. Ooh. Five years, uh, and that's where I did my uh, showcase gig. Oh, that's a great that's club backyard. Five years after, I'm back there. So there you go. They said you'd be, you'd be back night. in two and it took you five. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> that's a great club. Are you doing yeah, your own so show? No, I'm just um, on the bill. Oh, nice. What? what? Doing a weekend? Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, yeah. it's wicked, man. You'll smash it. Mike? If anyone is selling a car, I'm, I'm, looking <laughs> <to> <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking to buy my first car. And if you've got something like under two grand, got some dents in it, under 100,000 miles, preferably, 
Mercedes, uh, if you if it, it would be nice. But you know, if anyone's saying the first car in the London area, I'll, I'll buy it. Well, this has been Tech <laughs> Philosophers. Welcome back. This has been We Buy Any Car. <laughs> in a bit.